news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father God, we come thanking you again for this week's podcast. We continue to lift up those who are first responders during the COVID-19 crisis. For those who are in the hospital, we continue to pray for safety among those who are not infected. We pray for healing in this country, both physically and spiritually. We pray for peace on earth during this Christmas season. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tomorrow is the day that has been set aside to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. While some dispute this date, along with its origins, those who do not celebrate the date have yet to come up with an alternative date. So until then, we celebrate on December 25th. The larger issue is how we celebrate the birth of Jesus instead of when. The wise men brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to Jesus in Matthew 2 and 11. It is appropriate that the one celebrating their birthday received gifts. Fast forward 2,000 years, and the birthday boy gets nothing while some of us go into debt to buy presents for others. So let's recap. The honoree gets nothing, and we buy gifts for others and ourselves, and we've been doing it that way for so long, it would be difficult to celebrate Christmas any other way. I recently visited my eye doctor, and I do not have 20-20 vision. Without corrective lenses, everything is blurred. And that's how it's been this year. Everything has been out of focus. Churches had to close. Families had to shelter in place. Businesses shuttered the doors. Events were canceled. Holiday plans revised. And no March Madness. Before we get back to whatever state of normalcy for 2021, each of us needs to put on our own set of corrective lenses. While our gifts to Jesus on his birthday are ceremonial, his gifts to us are metamorphic. I submit to you that some of us are guilty of re-gifting. As we focus for 2021, let's see if anyone is guilty of wrapping your God-given gifts to pass it on to another. Let's look at the gifts mentioned in Romans 12, 6-8. It starts off with, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Folks, we have been instructed to use the gifts that have been given to us. But instead of accepting the favor that we have been given, we want a different gift. Romans 12 and 6 continues, If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. My friends, if there was ever a gift that would be considered for regifting, it would be prophecy. When the prophets in the Old Testament spoke of the future birth of Jesus, it didn't happen for hundreds of years. Now we've got instant prophets who spew out prophetic discourse that has often not ended well. A few years ago, I was told by a group of instant prophets that I needed to leave the United States because it was about to be destroyed. After the appointed time had come and gone, I challenged them on their error. I was told that they had misinterpreted the scriptures and would follow up with a new date. The only proof of prophecy is when the event comes true. These instant prophets believe that they are God sent and speak for him. Yet they break the one rule that prophets of old never, never, ever did. 
and that was to give an exact date of the event. When someone says an event will happen on a certain date that affects millions of people, I tend to automatically dismiss them. But if you have the gift of prophecy, and it is God-given, do not try to cover up your gift or seek another. Be bold with your statements and stand by them. Another gift is found in Romans 12 and 7, ministry. A minister is a servant, and ministry is serving. Every day, ministers decide to resign from serving, often citing burnout. If the minister also happens to be the pastor, the demands of the job can be overwhelming. Are you good with children? Serve them in the children's ministry. Can you relate to youth and young adults? How about transportation? In pre-COVID times, I knew a man whose ministry was to shave men who were bedridden in the hospital. What a wonderful ministry. Sitting with the elderly, cooking meals for the homeless, and the list goes on and on. By trading in this gift, you do mankind and yourself a disservice. Also mentioned in Romans 12 and 7 is teaching. This gift requires spending hours and hours researching the subject matter in order to present the material. When I taught Sunday school, I had knowledgeable members in my class. Only the best groundwork was used to enlighten those students while making sure I kept to my easy-to-understand style. I hope I've done that with great ministries. Send me an email if I deviate from my style. One of the benefits of this podcast is that you can listen to sections over and over again, such as scripture references. You may miss that in a live sermon. The E in Great Ministry stands for Educational. It is my gift, and I dare not re-gift it. Verse 8 of Romans 12 begins with, He who exhorts in exhortation. My Christian friends, my sermons are not fire and brimstone warnings every week. I've gotten the most backlash from listeners when I urge change. Again, the T in Great Ministries stands for transformation. I notice people want to hear the word, But when the word of God is speaking directly to us, it makes us uncomfortable. Romans 12 and 8 goes on to say, He who gives with liberality. Giving is a gift. True givers love to give. Christmas is one of their favorite times of the year. They shop for others and love to give gifts. There's no re-gifting from true givers. Non-givers quickly realize that they have the resources to give, but would rather not. Mackenzie Scott is a giver. She has pledged to give away her wealth and has given away $6 billion this year. Now that's giving liberally. Romans 12 and 8 continues with he who leads with diligence. When COVID-19 hit, some leaders decided to shut the doors for good while others stayed open, exposing members to potential health risk. And others went viral. It would be easy to give up during this pandemic But when faced with adversity, gather strength from God's word. Whatever you do, don't re-gift leadership. We already have too many bad leaders. Finally, Romans 12 and 8 says, He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. My comrades, when we show mercy to someone, it usually means you are letting someone off the hook for something they have done. This gift also includes showing mercy with a smile on your face. Now hold on, God. You mean I have to forgive them with a smile? I'm definitely regifting this gift. Then God says, You know what I had my son do? 
become the best gift ever given. Why? To forgive you of your sins. And do you know how he did it? Cheerfully. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your gift in Jesus Christ. Let us not be regifters, but use the gifts you have given to us. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, Merry Christmas, and have a great week.